Good morning and welcome to the Lakers Lowdown. I'm Anthony Irwin. Today on the show, the Lakers have a five-game winning streak. They are a mere half game back of the play-in and only one and a half games back of the sixth seed somehow. Surely everybody is in just a great mood, enjoying a nice quiet Sunday. Hold on, LeBron said what? Saturday night featured, I don't know, one of the most fun Lakers games in quite some time. You know, I top five easily of the last couple of years. And, uh, you know, you think you wake up, hey, five-game winning streak. Things are really kind of turning around. Uh, the Lakers are are kind of forcing the front office's hand on, you know, recommitting to the season. And on that front, you know, LeBron, famously great at finishing lobs. <laughs> Well, let's just say uh, the Lakers, through their play, were throwing up a lob um, that that needed to be finished and needed to be hammered home, a point that needed to be hammered home. And holy crap, did LeBron do that? Good Lord. These quotes um, that he gave to Sam Amick of uh, The Athletic were just insane. No more clear statement uh came out of that piece then when asked about you know the lakers sitting tight still to this point their reluctance that dates back to last trade deadline to um you know gamble on lebron and give lebron and ad a viable chance to to compete for a championship uh lebron apparently got up from the interview um, the exclusive interview and, you know, 20 or so feet away down the hall, yelled back at uh, Amic and and whoever was there representing the athletic. <laughs> he says, quote, y'all know what the fuck should be happening. I don't need to talk, um, you know, clearly frustrated. And I get it. And, and you know, we'll go into, you know, more of of the reaction to this, you know, obviously over the course of the day, and and Jacob and Hani are both going to react to this uh, in in yesterday's uh, "Can You Dig It?" But you know, it's pretty clear how LeBron feels about this. He's made it clear right from the beginning of the season and throughout the season to this point. That's why I talked to Kyle Goon um, on my show a couple weeks ago about how frustrated LeBron has been with how little influence he has over the organization, despite the fact that he saved the effing organization by coming when he did. Uh, now, you know, to be clear, uh, LeBron saw the reaction to those quotes and quote tweeted the article from that, that Sam Amick wrote and said the following quote, Hey, Sam, my patience isn't waning. You make it sound like I'm frustrated when I'm really not. I told you over and over again, my job is uh, is focused, or my job is focused on the guys in the locker room. My job isn't the roster. That's the reality of that conversation. And I said that, uh, and I said what I said with the utmost, uh, utmost, he said, utmost respect and calmness, because that's the mood I'm in. You're welcome. Five game winning streak. Wink emoji. Crown emoji end quote or tweet or whatever um so he you know lebron famously self-aware uh or maybe not self-aware but brand aware he saw how 
things were kind of going down and how people were reacting to his those quotes and uh you know wanted to clear the air but i don't know i'm i'm not going to say that lebron is lying here or anything like that i don't know lebron well enough to definitively say one thing or another about how the guy is feeling but if you just look at all of his quotes over the course of the season and even dating back to last year it's clear that you know as a result of the Russell Westbrook trade which he did take you know impart some pressure to make happen um it because of that Russell Westbrook trade the Lakers have a roster that you know he can't quite compete to the level that he wants to compete at and like he said playing basketball for the sake of playing basketball or getting numbers for the sake of getting numbers is not in his DNA and he's had enough and you know whether he wants to clear up the tone or how Amick framed what LeBron said that's that's all fine and good but to me it just it makes perfect sense that this guy who like every time he steps onto the court is playing for stakes that we have never seen since Michael and and yeah he he wants to be put in a situation and in better situations to be able to really compete with the ghost of Michael and since he came to LA for the majority of his time that he's been here that hasn't been the case and look, I completely understand why some out there, I disagree, you know, but I understand why some out there would say, uh, LeBron, you made your bed, now sleep in it. I, I, I again, disagree. And here's, here's why I wind up disagreeing with it. LeBron, at the end of the day, is asking for the thing even if it's even if you know he should uh, get some accountability here, he's the only person who has who has actually dealt with any accountability in this entire situation. His role within the Lakers has been lessened. His impact within the Lakers, uh, his leverage within the Lakers has been lessened. There's the accountability for the role he played in the Russell Westbrook trade. Rob Palenka also played a very active role in the Russell Westbrook trade. There has been no such accountability. In fact, it's been the opposite. He got a he probably got a raise. He got an extension. Uh, he got to hire Darvin Ham. And uh, he has still refused to make up for his part in trading for Russell Westbrook. And you know, from 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 where I'm sitting, Again, LeBron is not the easiest sympathetic figure, I, and I get it for whatever reason and, and for all of the baggage that Lakers fans probably have with LeBron um, coming into this, which, again, I think is ridiculous. The guy, the guy showed up and immediately legitimized the, an organization that desperately need, needed uh, legitimization. But anyway, uh, he, he is, I think, at the end of the day, the only person that that like it makes any sense whatsoever for the Lakers to be rooting for here. Yeah, you might be annoyed at the role he played in 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 the Lakers eventually trading for Russell Westbrook, but this idea that that Rob Palenka was 
forced into that decision is is ridiculous and it's just patently false um it's been it, it's it's you know Polinka worked his ass off to get that narrative out there and he has clearly convinced uh genie that inner circle and a large percentage of the Lakers fan base that that is the case but like just think about it all LeBron wants is for this team to be improved to a point where he can vie for a championship like eliminate all get rid of mute all of the other noise in this situation how can you possibly have a, a problem with a 38 year old who is currently averaging damn near 30 points a game and has somehow dragged this team to a a the five game winning streak that they that he has drugged them to to this point um like how can anybody any Lakers fan sit there and say no no I don't really want to compete this year like that what it was just like when when the Lakers decided not to bring back Alex Caruso and the entire reason for not doing that was because of the finances behind it and the fact that there were Lakers fans telling me nah those luxury taxes, you know, that's a lot of money for Alex Caruso. What? It's not your money. This idea that the Lakers, like, that, that they would be forever crippled by trading two first-round picks to go out and get some some decent role players on the wing. What? That's that's not the case. If over the course of five years, Rob Palenka can't manufacture another first-round pick here and there, um, then you know, then, he, then he's incapable of building for the future and he was incapable of building for the now. So, yeah, I, it's weird to me that any Laker fan in this situation would be rooting for Rob Palenka and Jeannie Buss over LeBron. And I think, you know, there's a lot going on there. I think there's some social asp- the, the, some, some social stuff that's going on and that probably should be further looked at, uh, more closely looked at. Um, there is some, you know, Kobe LeBron rivalry stuff going on, I'm sure. Um, and, and yeah, there probably are some hard feelings for the role that LeBron played in bringing Russell Westbrook to, to LA in the first place. But like when you're talking about the people responsible for the championship, LeBron is far and away the most responsible person for that ring far and away. Lakers have zero chance whatsoever uh, whatsoever at winning that ring and tying the Boston Celtics if he doesn't t- decide to come to L.A. for whatever he, reason he decided to. Was he more focused maybe on, on outside pursuits? Yeah. Does it matter? No. <laughs> he's clearly, like, even if he is, you know, he does have other interests elsewhere, he's clearly playing basketball just fine. He's, he clearly was doing just fine when he when he when he got the Lakers to win that ring, you know. At <laughs> he's, he's I don't know. There's a lot going on here, and and I I would just if you're if you're sitting there at home and rolling your eyes at LeBron again demanding more help, I would just ask you to kind of look into why that might be the case, where your instincts in, in that case are coming from. What's, what's the deal there? Like all, all you're doing 
by abiding the leaked logic that the Lakers continue to kind of fart out there. Um, all you're doing is allowing the the Rob Palinkas, the Genie Buses, the Rambi, the Tim Harris's of the world, these cronies who don't have any actual experience in the roles that they're currently in right now, or if they do have experience in the NBA, it's not the kind of experience that you would want to tie your boat to. Like, what, how, how is it in this situation you could be rooting for those people? I, I don't, I don't get it. I never will. Um, and at the end of the day, what LeBron wants is for the Lakers to be better. That should be it for you. That's it. All right. I side with the guy who wants the Lakers to be better. Seems fair enough. Seems, seems simple enough. Last point on this, and I'll make it quickly because I kind of rambled between the, uh, <laughs> through the last couple. But um, the Lakers, again, are right there in striking distance and, and might be able to remain right there in striking distance if they're able to maintain the level of play that they have. I still think they need a little bit more help. Um, I, it looks like Sterling Brown probably isn't going to get a second 10-day offer. I would like to see them, you know, again, pursue Josh Jackson, Mo Harkless, even, even Al Farouk Aminu, just to give them some wing depth there, some wing-sized player. Um, uh, we'll see, you know, maybe Sterling Brown turns it around, but I've been pretty unimpressed to this point. Um, but yeah, the Lakers with everything having gone as poorly as it could remember last week, I said that the Lakers are starting, they're heading into halftime down seven, despite playing the worst first half that you've ever really seen. They have come out of halftime and they've, they, they're on a five Oh run. They cut the lead down and they can be right back in it, hit a three. They can go on another little run and, and, and take a lead here. It's right there. It's right there. And, you know, I'm. Uh, you guys are going to be listening to this on January 9th. And, you know, we'll have another six weeks or so before the NBA's uh, trade deadline. And, and these next six weeks, you know, and, and the, the rumors that come out of the next few weeks, especially as the Lakers try to patch together a roster with the number of injuries that they're dealing with. Um, it's going to be really interesting. It's going to be really telling. And we know how LeBron feels about this. We all should probably feel that same way too. It's right there. The league is incredibly mediocre this year. Go out and get number 18. All right. That is going to do it for this episode of the Lakers Lowdown Podcast. Absolutely loaded week ahead as we are all right back to your normal schedule here in a little bit. By the time you guys are listening to this, I will be recording with a good friend of the show, somebody who I always really enjoy talking to and who always really enjoys uh, talking about the Lakers with us. So you're going to want to check that out, not giving it away because um, I don't like jinxing these things. And then, yeah, we are just going to head on head on through this this next week and try to stay healthy as you can kind of hear it in my voice that these allergies are really really taking a toll on me so i'm going to go ahead and stop talking now so until the next time you guys hear from me i'm anthony irwin saying have a good one